everyone. So people say they want to change, but really, do they? Do you really want to change? And are you willing to, you know, go through the dissolution of you? Because that's really what it's going to take. Because if you were cooked in some horrific trauma or in some horrific place and you're frozen there, you know, it has to be uncooked. And like birth and death, it's messy. And it won't be anything like you think or you imagine it to be. And that's one of the interesting things about um, the responses of people who've just come out of a retreat is, you know, I come home, I feel like, you know, nothing works. I mean, I've, you know, I've come back from several retreats and (laughs) it's just every time there's this like, there's a dissolution. Now, you don't know what it'll be. For me, it was like, I used to get lots of work and then I came back from a true retreat and my phone stopped ringing for months. And I was like, fuck, right? I came home and I break. I had to break up with a relationship because I wasn't working. Um, I've come home, I have demons coming through. I mean, it's just, this work is intense. If you really want to come out of the the trauma the traumatic paralyzed place it's like you know you're built in a, this kind of disfigured jigsaw puzzle you know you've been used to having all these connections even though they're absolutely wrong and they're horrific and there's nothing there and all of that it's tough to leave hell because hell has been home right so even in my instance, which I've, you know, already been through many retreats and have had quite a massive collapse, you know, that's like a collapse of a dying star. You get, you know, feelings of, oh, you know, perhaps I can go back to that somehow. And it takes a long time for the body to say, listen, there was nothing there. It's very tough for you to just give it all up. So... It is like being magnetized to something. I remember distinctly in a ceremony where these Indians were saying, you know, come home. And I, I, I couldn't crawl across the floor. It was, I was literally stuck like a magnet to the people and the trauma and to the horror that had happened. And it was horror. So, you know, we think we have control over spirituality. It's a silly name, really. Life is one big spiritual adventure, right? And the medicine's not kumbaya. The, if you do medicine, ayahuasca, it's, it's fierce. You want, disolu- you want to change? You want your life back? Oh, it's a death. If you've been really stuck in a sewer or, you know, in a bubbling pot of shit. And it can happen. Right? I'm a testament to it happening over a long time. Right? It was a long, long time. But it's available to everyone. But no one, don't expect for it to be what you think it is, because it won't be. You're not on your time now. You're on the universe's time. You're on the medicine's time. You're on, you know, something that you cannot and will not understand. It's just simple as that. You won't. And every time you'll think you'll know, and every time you'll say, oh, I've come to the end, and then you're just at the beginning of something else, all right? And 
the medicine, you know, it, it, it starts right from the day the trauma happened. So it happened at three, four. Um, it'll start there. It won't go backwards. It starts, it GPSs you at the moment, the, you know, that second that something horrible happened. So, and, you know, you have all these connections that you can't see them, but they're all in the air. They're emotional connections. They're all sorts of magnets that we've got stuck with, with these people, if you're traumatized early on. So you, because you weren't there for the, I mean, you were there for the trauma, but if you blacked out, you disappeared or you shut it down, when that trauma is relived, because that's basically how the healing happens, you relive the trauma in some way, either in a ceremony or not in a ceremony or in a dream. Somehow, that's well, that's how the medicine works. You have to relive the trauma. The fact that you blacked out from the trauma is why you are stuck. It's saying we have to relive this. Because in the reliving is the rewiring and in the rewiring is the health and is the you know, the building of the you. I would say not the building, I would even say the waking up. It's really waking up. If you can't handle something, you shut down. Right? So you wake up. That piece of you didn't die, it just went to sleep. Oh, can't handle this. Let me shut down basically how it works I am not going to be present for this this is too much and every time you do that you know let's just say you get 100 light bulbs you know when you arrive each time you say I don't want to see that there's another light bulb shuts down I must have had a half a flickering light bulb on literally to, to survive the horror I had to survive so you know, again, you won't, if you do the medicine to get here and everybody has a different way and everybody has a different journey and everybody's, you know, we're all unique in our own fantastically idiosyncratic way. You know, you will not know what that healing looks like because if, if you were traumatized early on, you've never had you, how will you know? If you've been tricked or, you know, vandalized, which is a sort of vandalizing to your energy early on, I didn't know what it was like to not live there, to not live in trauma all the time, not to live in hell. I had no idea. I'd never... Again, it's like people who leave prison. They, If they've been in their life, in jail most of their life, when they come out, they're kind of scared. It's like, oh, shit, what do I do here? So you won't know, and that's okay. And you have to accept that. And if you, if your trauma has made you into a control freak... Um, then you're going to have issues because um, that strategy of control is no longer going to work because you cannot control the universe. You cannot control... In fact, let's face it, you don't really control anything. <laughs> I mean, we like to think we do, but we don't. Which is a very liberating thing and also a very terrifying thing because it's like, well, I don't really control anything. I'm, I can wish something into... You know, I can try and manifest something, but I might you know, wish and try forever, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. 
right? You can only wish it. I don't... You know, they say God laughs whilst you make plans. So, in all of this is a massive surrender. This says don't even... It's just surrender. Surrender, 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 surrender. And, you know, like life and death, it's messy. You won't like not being the person that you were. Oh, boy. What do you mean? I can't put on that costume anymore? Well, who am I without the costume? And what's this death thing about? You know, why doesn't, you know, why is this relationship no longer working now? Why is, you know, whatever. And that's the gift. And the, the gift throughout life, whatever is happening to you, is the acceptance of it. And in everything, there's a teaching, there's a learning. In the most difficult places are the greatest gifts of awakening. I mean, I hate to say that, it sounds so cliche, like, oh, why do I have to suffer? I don't want to suffer. Well, nobody wants to suffer, believe you me. I'm the laziest. I'm like, I do not. I'm like, I look at an injection, I run a mile. So, you know, um, I'm the greatest wimp on earth. Um, but I've had to, you know, I've been forced into being a warrior. I've had to go face all this horror. And so, yeah, you're, you're, people say, oh, yeah, I really want to, I really want to change. I really want things to be better. I'm stuck. But some people would rather be stuck. You know, it's that great platonic line, right, where the, the guy asks him on the street, you know. Oh, he asked the guy, said, you know, should I wake you up if you're asleep? Some people don't want to be woken up. And the waking up is endless. I think one of the things about this medicine is that um, it just goes on and on. You know, just because you heal, for me, I feel like just because I've healed and I've had to see horrific stuff, it was all childhood abuse, sexual abuse. It doesn't end once that piece of you has been rewired or healed, whatever, it's more like waking up, right? So you, you, that piece gets rewired. It's more like, well, that's the end of that journey, the beginning of a new journey. You know, a nature pause a vacuum. It doesn't stop. So if you go into these, you know, into these other dimensions or new plants or other healing dimensions, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. But specifically, if you're doing psychedelics, you're doing, not psychedelics, I hate calling the plants, they're not psychedelics, they're, they're doctors. So if you're going into the medicine world of ayahuasca, you will understand absolutely nothing. And it will make no sense. And you will try to stick it into some kind of, you know, understanding, but you won't really understand it because we can't in a way and you won't know what it's going to show you I had no idea I had no idea when I went into this at all I knew something was wrong but I had no idea the depth the breadth the horror of it and I also had no idea how it was working you know I was in my apartment I was becoming 
I had thousands of Indians here on horses. I mean, it was just, I, I didn't know how, but I, I surrendered and I accepted. And I think one of the greatest things about doing the medicine is if, you have, if you've survived trauma, if you've survived it, you've built a very powerful defense mechanism and you have control issues and, you know, you're controlling stuff. And even though you don't know, I'm saying this isn't no shade on anyone. This is just the way you have to survive. I mean, fuck, thank God, right? Um, but you will have it very tightly put together in some way. You know, even if you have addiction issues, you'll go off. You'll, some people can manage like massive addictions and function. They've got it all tightly under control. So you will, you will not understand this medicine. You won't. Or how it works or what it, how it, I mean, you won't. You'll think you will, but you won't. And if you surrender, the great thing is you're humbled. I mean, deeply humbled. You know, I keep thinking, well, I've had this huge experience now. I'm going to go, you know, what do I need to do? It's like nothing, <laughs> nothing. You just have to live, you know, as this new entity or, or, you know, the person that you never knew, right? In my own trauma, I had to kind of build massive sandcastles of pretend destinations and I had to go conquer things and do things and and it was all a bit of a joke, really. I mean, it was, it was all basically, I was so traumatized and owned and terrified that I became this sort of desperate, I've got to become someone and do something because it's almost like, you know, you're on hot coals. If you stop dancing, you're going to fall into a massive abyss of hell, which, of course, I didn't know it was a massive abyss under the tap dancing stage. It's almost like, you know, you're on a treadmill, but you don't know, but you're looking out thinking you're going somewhere, but you're going nowhere. You're just on the treadmill. You're just moving because if you start moving, you'll see the truth of where you actually are. That thing for me was the biggest thing. Um, so also in this sort of a crazy place is, I think this is a big one, is that I thought they cared. They, no one gave a shit, you know. That was another thing. It's like, oh, they really care. No, they don't. They don't care at all. They used you. But as a child, you cannot potentially, you can't possibly think that you're being used. or. So there are lots of, so, so when you leave, you know, they're also massive, as, as you shed or die, I mean, I say metaphorically, as you're shedding and dissolving and you're going to recognize some big, horrible truths too. I mean, mine was, no, they didn't give a shit. And I had built this whole story about how they cared and it's all bullshit. Um... So yeah, I mean, people say they want to heal, they want they they want change, but growth is a you know you only need to look at nature. It, it's it's a tough thing. I mean, just look at a you know caterpillar turning into a butterfly. The whole process is it's challenging. And if you've been cooked in a particular way, you won't be that happy about leaving it. Even doesn't matter how bad it is. You might have been miserable and grumpy and depressed and 
And people, somebody offers you happiness and you're like, well, I don't know if I want happiness. I'd rather, you know. I like being the other person. And, you know, some people can do the medicine a hundred times and they're, they're still fighting, you know, leaving. It is a death. Yeah, well, there are no certainties because you've never known yourself if you've been traumatized. You don't know what it's like not to live in hell. I mean, even if you've, you know, if you've decorated hell very nicely and you put up your, you know, photos of the Maldives and whatever. And you know, this thing is huge. This unknown mystery is massive. The abundance is insane. You know, but you're living in a trench if you've been traumatized. So when you leave the trench, you think, oh, wow, you know, there's all, there are all these options I never knew about. Um, you won't be the same. You just won't be. And that takes a while to get used to. Like, oh. Oh, I'm not that person? Okay. All right. It's a lot of releasing and letting go and surrendering. And everything will come to you. You know, you'll... When you've removed all your defenses, you can see your fears... I mean, I think I feel extraordinarily vulnerable and exposed. And, you know, I love my little girl, but I feel very exposed. I feel like I've had a whole fortress just, you know, completely ransacked. It was just rubble. All my strategies are just rubble, right? I don't, yeah. And you feel very exposed and very vulnerable and very you. I mean, you feel everything. You can see everything. You're not, you know, I put up so many walls to survive. And it doesn't mean, you know, suddenly you're in nirvana. Life goes on. You're just in life, like aware of it. Um, I had a termite problem in my apartment and I had to take, you know, fuck, I had to remove shit and have somebody come in and it was whatever but I just did it I just got through it I had to buy a new this a new bed and it was like two days of just you know taking care of shit staying in a hotel them cleaning it out blah 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 it didn't feel that big a deal I was just like okay I have something else I've got to take care of and somebody said to me well why you know how come you just it was a big thing I was like not really it's just another thing in life right it's just I think that's one of the great teachings when you go into your trauma. It's just like, it's not as big as you think. It's only as big as you've made it, right? I mean, yeah, five years of having to, you know, pound this thing and to see it and face it is, you know, yeah, it's taken time, but it's no more work than if you decide you want to climb the Himalayas and you've got to, you know... Get ready for that exercise, or you want to, you know, be the best rap dancer. You've got to practice every day. It's just the attention to this thing that needs to be attended to in order to heal it. In, in trauma, you're going into face, you're going to wake up, you're going in to light up the truth of what happened. That's all. But it's huge. And your whole system has been built to not see it. In my case, anyway, if 
you've been traumatized. You've built some kind of strategy for it. And that strategy, if it's been around for a long time, you know, has taken on a density, has taken on kind of almost indestructible cover. It's in a vault. And yeah, I mean, I was built to refuse it, built to be a child, built to be, to never leave that place. So when I started this journey a long time ago, it was like, I don't know what I'm going into, but something's wrong, right? That's all I knew. And little by little, as this archaeological dig proceeded and got deeper and deeper, it was just like, oh my God, it was horrific, right? I didn't know. But I was built in relation to all of it, and you are built in relation to your trauma. So it's not just you that you're going to rescue, because you are going to go rescue you, but you're also detaching from all the people that harmed you. Right? They have their energy is inscribed in you. The person that traumatized you's energy is inscribed in your system. I think for me the most shocking um, revelation was to realize that you know they, they weren't really my parents. They were just you know dark entities sent by God knows early on. So all of it, it's, 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 um, if you're holding trauma, if you're, if you're, you have a big shadow that you've shut down, if you've been, you know, I think one of the things for me is also to recognize, well, shit, I was all alone, right? I was always an orphan in a way. But it's interesting how the more you wake up, it all kind of like dissolves. It's kind of the weirdest thing. Because the trauma was so magnetized and so horrific and so terrifying, it was alive because it was given so much refusal and, and by that refusal so much power. Once you face it, it's, it's, really, it's, it's really crazy. It's like all of it kind of dissolves, like it didn't really happen. It did, but it... So what I recognize, it's only alive because you're keeping it alive by not facing it. It's like if somebody says to me, you know, there's a 10-year-old right now who's lost in the Amazon, you know, are you worried? Well, I'll be like, I don't know, I, I don't have any connection to that 10-year-old. I mean, yeah, but I don't know who that person is. I don't know the, but somebody right now might be, but again, it's only the amount of attention you give to something. If you're giving something a lot of attention and you're putting it in the shadow, it owns you. That's all. It owns you. I, so I always say, you know, first you have to take care of your own house. You've got to take care of your own shadow. So I think here's the deal with shadows. You either turn it on yourself and you poison yourself or your shadow is projected onto someone else and you make somebody else suffer all the stuff that you haven't dealt with. Or like what's going on right now, the Russians, they just project it onto another. This guy's projecting it onto a country, his own crazy darkness. And he's killing all these people because he's got some unfinished business that's within him that's being projected onto the world. I mean, it's all the same shit. And everybody's worried that he's so crazy and that his demons are under, are, are, you know, are in control that he could, you know, blow up the whole world, which is true. He could be, he could, you know. He doesn't care. He's 70 years old. He's done. You know, what, what's he going to do now? You know, he's fucked every fucking whore. He's had every great meal. He's lived on every great yacht. What the fuck does he want to do now, right? So, Yeah. 
I mean, if we don't clean it within, it will be projected outside of us or it will kill us. It will poison us. I think, you know, with me, had I not have dealt with it, who knows, it could have become a terrible disease. I don't know where I'd be in a hospital right now. It doesn't go away. It either gets vomited out onto something or it poisons you from within. So it's really important to release all these shadows, all this un conscious darkness, all this trauma, anything that happened to you that, you know, that lives and navigates and has power over you in your, in your subconscious. And this is way beyond Freud, by the way. This is way beyond Freud, way beyond Jung. When you're in these, you know, altered states with the medicine, it's just like, what? It's insane. I mean, you're in some other, you know, there's no space-time. It's just like everything can be seen. And it takes a while for your whole system. I mean, everything is broken down, right? Because if, you, if you're built, you know, in trauma, it, it, has its, it has its language, it has its connections, it has its... You know, it has its paralysis, it has its fear, it's, it's a lot of it. It itself is an energetic entity. And in the end, it's really love, right? In the end, it's, you know, the medicine comes in and gives you so much unconditional love. It's insane. It's really the love that helps you heal all of it. Now, it doesn't mean you go back and you go like, oh, you know, really for this whole forgiveness thing is kind of like a bit overrated. I, for me, I don't, for myself, my desire, see, I made up family that never existed, right? They were just pretty bad. So my desire is to, you know, go back to that fantasy, but that fantasy has now been completely debunked in physically, emotionally, in every single way. And there's a recognition there's nowhere to go, but there was nowhere. There's no, well, there was no one, and there's actually nowhere to go back to. I think one of the greatest problems about the trauma is that you're not seen, right? Your pain isn't seen, your suffering isn't seen. And perhaps the people that created the suffering are your own parents. So it feels like, you know, when I look back, oh, my God, I was like, who, where was I? Who were these people? Right? And then when you actually are lit up and you face all this stuff, you're here, you're, like you're back, you get your power back. I think that's one of the most powerful. That is the most important thing. What, what it's doing is it's surfacing you, right? It's surfacing you. I remember one of my very early metaphors was like I felt like I was at the bottom of the ocean drowned just looking up that's what the trauma was for me I was completely like wiped out yeah and yeah you just have to keep seeing it all I think that's the worst part of it you just have to see all this horror all the things you didn't want to see you have to see 
and wreck it. And then suddenly the people that you thought was one thing or something else. And it's a total shit show and it's a dissolution. But that in itself eventually sheds. And I think for me, the greatest feeling is of this enormous love for myself, for my child. When I look at a child and for myself, it's like I've reconnected with my little girl. That's what they stole. They made me hate my little girl. That's the only way they could make me do the horrors that they'd made me do. They made me hate myself. They made me wrong. They were so fucked up. And so to reclaim that love for yourself is really some, a, it's a great victory. To really love yourself. It's really as you choose the love over you, over the fear over them, right? So I chose... You're choosing to love yourself versus to fear them. I don't give a shit about them. Before, I was just terrified of both of them. So, yeah, the whole process is one of shedding, of dissolution. It really is like melting. This whole thing that was very solid melts, dissolves. It's like a dying star. And... And this, this thing emerges, which is you, this, this exposed, vulnerable, without, you know, a huge, with no armor, and with a willingness to accept the world as it truly is. And, of course, you have to see all the horror for this to happen, for the dissolution to happen. And, again, one of the things that you, you know, I, you only had the trauma. I didn't, you know... For a child, it's either this or nothing. It's oblivion. It's either these people or oblivion, which is why you put up with it. And then suddenly there's this third entity, which is, wow, there's a universe and love and life. and There is love. There is life. There is healing. There's someone that cares. There's someone that sees you. There's someone that understands what happened. There's someone here to rescue you. That's really what's insane. You don't have any idea of that if you're stuck in a trauma. There's just the darkness and then oblivion. So the medicine comes to see you. I mean, the medicine comes to take care of you. The medicine comes to rescue you. But for that rescue, you need to die. I mean, you're, you have to shed. You have to see that what happened. You don't have to shut anything down because, wow, there's someone here that's going to, you know, hold your hand and take you into this. And, you know, they're more powerful than the dark. It's a whole narrative. It's a whole, it's, it's an act. It's a process of dissolution. It's a process of waking up. It's a process of dissolving the trauma and the capture of darkness. And the reinstating of you. It's really as you take back your kingdom. You take back you. You know, trauma is an eviction. You don't matter. You just get out of here. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this over now. And for me, it was, I mean, you know, depending on what your strategy was, it was like I'd made up so many stories about them and so many stories about this family. It was all a pack of fucking lies. But it was this fantastically sophisticated, constructed version of what was going on, which is all a complete fucking lie. I had to protect them and keep them alive to keep myself alive. It was just this, oh, it was so 
oh, I, I don't even know what to say. It was just, it was a burden. It was tough. It was, yeah, just a burden. But, you know, I've been doing that my whole life, so it became like this, you know, normal way of functioning. And then you go in and you go, then one day you say, well, I, you know, I'm going to tear all that shit down. It's like literally I'm going to tear this whole thing down. And reveal these people and reveal where I've been held captive. And when I look at children on the street, I'm just like, they're so innocent, they're so vulnerable, they're so powerless. Oh, it's just insane what people do to children. So, yeah, it's, it's the whole process is you won't even know you're going through it because it's, you won't know how long it is. It, it, the process is really unknown. It just happens. You're shedding. If you're taking the medicine, information is being, being given. You're shedding. Yeah, it's messy. It, the whole thing is just a mess. And that's exactly how it needs to be. I mean, it's just you can't run back to taking back your defenses once you've been opened up. It's like the road is opened up in front of you. You were, you know, you were ambushed. Now it's open. You can go live your life. Again, but to get to that opening, you know, you've got to get through your own walls, your own fears, your own, everything that was connected to that trauma. It'll come in dreams. It'll come in you know, flashbacks and downloads and ceremonies. It's, it's all... It's almost almost like it's being unearthed, right? It's like that. It's like dredging up the bottom of a lake, where everything's been hidden. And it'll be uncomfortable because, of course, it's uncomfortable to not be the person you thought you were, right? So, you know, think twice. We say, "I want to heal," especially if you're doing plant medicines. But do you really want to heal? Right. In the end, you come back to love. That's it. That's it, love. It's such a silly thing when I think about it. It's just like all of it is no love. No one gives a shit. Or gave a shit. It's, 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 like you're, it's literally like leaving Zombie Island. That's the only way I can describe it. Or... You're kind of, um, you're in a cannonball, and you're, you're a cannonball, you're being shot out of a cannonball into this other universe. You will dissolve. Again, it doesn't mean the world becomes nirvanic and you're, you know, living on an island, and, or perhaps you are, I don't know. But there are many lessons. One is, the humility of it. You're, you're so humbled by this whole experience. Um, you realize you don't control anything. <laughs> you really don't. Um, everything has a purpose. Everything's happening for a reason. And you can't slow it down or accelerate what's going on. It's just going to be what it needs to be. Very difficult if you're you know, have expectations and if you have, you know, schedules and if you live in that mindset because it's, you know, it will not go according to your plan ever. <laughs> I laugh, it's a nervous laugh because, you know, I feel like I've been in the, the emergency room of the universe for five years just being dismantled. 
it's like you change sides. It's like there is this line, there's a dark, and on the other side there's a light, and you're being, you know, dismantled to be returned to the light, the other side, to the potential, to openings to life. So I think the thing is to be absolutely honest. And again, I always say nobody wants to do ayahuasca. I mean, no one. I do not want to do ayahuasca. If you're doing it, if you want to do it, it's because you really want to heal. It's like, I want this. I want this. I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know if something's the matter, but I, you know, I'm willing to do anything to heal. Somebody said to me, I, you know, the other day, oh, well, you must be a really special person to want to go down. No, I'm not. No, I, I'm not special. I just, actually, I was, quite honestly, I was selfish. It's like, I want to heal. I don't give a shit what it needs to do. I, do I need to, like, you know, be beheaded or, I don't know, what the fuck? I'm, do I need to go to the moon? I'll do anything. I just want to get this thing out. I don't know what it is, but I want it to be removed. So whatever it is, and for my case, it was ayahuasca, whatever it is that you're going to do, you're finding a way, you've committed to healing. If you've committed, the way will show up. You've got to commit to healing. And to not knowing potentially how that thing works or what's going to happen or what the process is. or right. It's incredibly liberating once you're through it because it's like there is no time or space. None of this. It's like, I can't even describe to you. It's just like there's this, you, you kind of go back into the flow of the river. It's like, you know, this energy is going to take me to the end and then whatever. I mean, I'm 61. I'm willing to keep doing this. You know, I don't really care because at the end, it's like, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter. You just want to be at peace with yourself, right? Even for a second, even for a day. To have yourself completely back is such a, a gift. All of it's a gift. It's messy. It's challenging. It's difficult. It's a gift. Privilege. And you, the great thing is like, this thing is oh so much bigger than all of us. This thing is... This thing that runs the world. I remember sitting when I was in the jungle just looking at everything like this little bird jumping on a tree next to me and the leaves and the flowers. And I'm just thinking, who runs this show, mate? There's someone that runs all of this. I have no idea. I'm just sitting in this hut in the middle of the jungle. That's it. I don't control any of this. You know, that little mosquito, that little dandelion the it's like the buzzards in the sky I'm just like it's I'm always just in awe like okay I give up <laughs> something's running the show and when you give up to that it's just like so liberating like oh great I don't have to you know suffer this control this you shit scheduling and thinking and knowing and I can want something as much as I want but at the end of the day you know you're going in the direction that you're going to go whether you like it or not and I don't find that disheartening I find that quite liberating it's like oh great
can finally just be. And things are going to show up again. You don't suddenly show up and you're living on sort of, you know, the, in the Maldives with like, you know, a million dollars in the bank. It's just, you just get to be free, to be who you are. That's it. You still have to face life. You still have to be in whatever you're in. But you're not owned. You can be in the final and the flow of the river, of the energy field, whatever this thing is. Bye.